Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. So yeah, like, so the movie, and it's crazy, because you haven't seen it, right? No, no, no so, so she gets hit by, a, like, a car, Yeah. and she gets pinned up against the tree. Good God. And her husband, I think, gets, like, a phone call. Yeah. And, and he, they're like, hey, you got to come. And you, and she's like, he's like, why aren't you taking her to the hospital? And they're like, well, we can't. You, you're just going to have to come see this or something. He gets there. His wife or a girlfriend or whatever is pinned up against the tree by a car. If they And that's the only thing that's Good keeping her. Lord. It's the only thing that's keeping her alive. If they move the car, she's not going to make what? it. It's wild. It's, it's called Signs. Have you not seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Ugh, you said dude. it was Mel Gibson? I think Mel Gibson. It's been a while since I've since I've I'm watched. I'm gonna have it. to watch that. It's crazy. It's That's crazy. So, Curtis is. Well, so we've started already, Curtis. What? All right, all right. So, dude, you gotta give us a heads up. Yeah, Curtis. Just a wave or a finger or something. Just you, we've given we've given you the signal. We say, hey, give us a double thumbs up. You know, you've got a tambourine in there, and we've got yeah. our headphones on, so you can just shake that. It's yeah. ridiculous. All right. So Curtis, Curtis, and don't don't God, give me that. Curtis? Don't give me that, Curtis, because you've been here for three months, okay? Yeah. And we are not afraid. You could go ask Mr. P. We fired people before. We can oh, get another producer. No problem. There's plenty of people knocking at AY and Two K's door trying to get a job, okay? Yeah. So don't don't think that you have any job security, Curtis. No sweat right? off our back. Exactly. All right. So we're we gonna go now. All right. I guess. In three, two, one. Welcome to episode number 80. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. And we are back. DJ, you were not here last week as we talked about cereal. Dude, I cannot express to you how shocked I am that we are at number 80. Number 80, yes. Because I haven't been here for, what, three of the 70 well, episodes? In the, in the 70s, uh, and we're not talking about the time period, we're just talking about right. our podcast, the numbers. Uh, we've gone from 70 to 79 or whatever. I'm not entirely sure how many you've actually been here for. Um, Six or seven. Yeah, not not as many as you usually are. Right. Uh, because commonly we'll have guests on, possibly, and right. you'll still be there. Right. But this time we've just had guests on and you've been absent. Been, yeah, you've been, you've been really busy. I, I, I have. And I, and, I, and I appreciate that you made time to be here today. I miss this place, Yeah, man. well, I haven't been, I mean, this the is studio, the time The studio is, is looking good, besides uh, some trouble with our producers, but uh, we won't get into that. We don't want to bother you with all that well, stuff. I had to have some help. Uh, Damn, Curtis. Yeah, Curtis, come on. Do your job, Curtis, all right? Anyways, I got you that new chair. Do you like it? Dude, this chair is fantastic. For anyone, I mean, it's comfy. It's got a pillow. For anyone that has... Uh, well, you can't see this. That's how a podcast works. But DJ usually just sits in a in an old wooden chair. It's a little shaky. Uh, and I finally upgraded you. I got you a nice... It's like a little love seat almost. I couldn't be more thankful. With a, with a pillow. It's actually better than my chair. So I can you know, relax. Yeah, you're hardly ever here, and you get a nicer chair than I do. But, Oof, but we're happy... Maybe hap- I should take more time off. Hey, well, maybe so. We're, we're happy that you are here today, though, because we have a topic that I think a lot of people are, are a little confused about. Uh, number one, I think that we're going to title this episode uh, as the blank blank challenge. First of all, right. they're saying, okay, what is a ch- what is the challenge about it? And they might not even know who this Hall of Fame baseball player is. But we're going to dive into that in great detail, yeah. and it's going to be it's going to be an exciting episode. And I don't think either of us like math, but we've done the math here because I'm, I'm terrible at math. Well, I'm not very good at it either, and we might have done the math wrong. Uh, we didn't have anybody double check it. That probably would have been smart to do. However, we have done the work we have done so much research for this episode 
uh, as we always do. Right. Uh, most of the time, we we yeah. deliberate for for eight hours, uh, and you know we, we produce a thirty minute podcast. It's a little ridiculous. I think yeah. we both looked at each other and said we're taking way too much time on this. Probably. However. This episode is worth it. We had to have the information to back this up. This is fantastic. And I'm I'm really excited about it. It's a miracle. It is a miracle. It is is a a wonder of the world, I think, is is how you could say it. The eighth. Yes, possibly. DJ, uh, you haven't been here for, you know, you've been been here. All right. But you haven't been in the studio for for a little little bit. I'm always here. You're always here, exactly. The show always goes on with you in spirit. However,. I know that you have just been dying. You you were talking to me before the episode started how you have a metaphor that you've been it's been bottled up yeah. and you want to let it fly. You got you right. got to let it fly like a peacock. You yeah. got to let it flap its wings and Dude. get the hell out of there. Yeah. So DJ, tell the audience of 80 to 120 people that listen to our podcast, tell them how how this podcast works. Okay, the way I've been thinking of it is that it, like if you have a trophy Sure. All right? And you've got, say, around 90 to 95% of that trophy uh-huh. is just the stand and the letters on on the platform. Mm-hmm. Or, on, sure. or on the, the plaque, maybe. Yeah, the plaque. The plaque at the card. So, but the, the most important part of that trophy is that last 5% that, that last or so. 5%, the little top of it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, and whether it's, whether it's for golf or basketball or football or hockey or water polo, water whatever polo. you're into, whatever yeah. you're getting trophies for, mm-hmm. all right, that last five percent is what is on top, which yes. is the little man. Yes. That includes the golf club or the basketball or the football or yes. whatever would be on there yes. for the water polo. And just because it's a little man on the top, that does not don't let him fool you because that's a big time accomplishment. Whenever you get a trophy exactly. like that, it's right. a little man, but it's a big time accomplishment. Yeah. Yes, and that that is such a great metaphor, DJ. Yeah. And I can understand why you've had that bottled up for right. so long. I've been waiting for like three weeks. Yes, you have. To get you, that you've out. been texting me about it. Right. Uh, and I and I will say that uh, I think it's a common courtesy to not text someone or call them after about uh, ten o'clock. You you've been calling me two or three in the morning. Uh, and I love your enthusiasm, I get and I love excited. how yeah you're like Quinn. I've got an idea, and I'm just like DJ. Just you know, call me in the morning. You know, it's well, just just leave me alone sometimes. But you do have good ideas. You don't want to lose it. Sure. Like I could write it down, but then in the morning I'm able to not recognize my handwriting. Well, or... put it in your phone. That's what people do. They get their phone yeah, out. They I guess te- I could they do put that. it in their notes or something, and then they text it to them whenever it's right. a reasonable time. Right. However, I think now is a reasonable time yeah. to start talking about today's. Topic. Which, Let's jump hey, in, you know what? Man. People voted on the last couple weeks, and they got to pick. But I said, you know what? This is on my mind. This has been laying heavy on my conscience. Right. I want to talk about this. Today is episode number 80, hey. and the topic is Wade Boggs, specifically the Wade Boggs Challenge. So you won't get on your phone to text me in the right. morning, but right. you'll get on your phone during the podcast, huh? Is I get that... on my phone to text you in the morning. It's just in the wee hours of the morning you well, don't yeah, want me well, texting. I, okay, all right. You know what? Let's let's go past that because we already had a little disagreement with Curtis, and we don't want to bother the audience with that well, because they don't what? want to hear that. At some point, Curtis has got to learn. Yeah, and what Curtis is sitting right in front of us. I mean, the audience might think that he's maybe gone off to get a bottle well, of water he or something. He's on the other side of yeah, the Yeah, we're, 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 we're talking to him, and he's right here in front of us. But yeah. you know what? We're going to talk about the topic that is at hand, and it is the Wade Box Challenge. Now, let's answer the two questions that people are wondering. Yep. First off, DJ, 
tell the audience who Wade Boggs is. Wade Boggs is a former baseball player, Hall of Fame baseball player. Hall of Fame baseball player. At that. And, man, what a career Wade Boggs had. Played um, most Mostly significant. for Boston. Yeah, mostly for Boston. For most Boston significantly for, for Boston Red Sox. Um, he had a great career for his career, but at over 300. Which, wow. And, and that's the one an thing they say about itself. baseball is if three out of 10 in baseball is good. So mm-hmm. if you're betting three th- over 300, that's really good. Yeah. I mean, he played third baseman. He was yep. a legendary third baseman. Yep. He batted left handed, he threw right handed. Yep. He is a 12 time All Star, oh, two time Golden Glove winner, and he won the batting title five times in his MLB career. And let's not That's forget, a great career, and man. he's got a Hall of Fame career, but he's also got a Hall of Fame mustache. Have you seen a mustache like that that defines a person as much as his mustache defines Wade Box? I mean, it's a hell of a mustache. It's a perfect mustache. I wish I could grow that mustache. It's a 70s porn star mustache, which I, I understand that when you talk about porn star. That's not really a great thing, but the porn star mustache sure is just famous within itself. Trying to follow you here. Uh, let's just not talk about that. Okay. And let's talk about uh, maybe a mustache battle. Because uh-huh. I'm thinking, I'm looking at this picture, and hopefully, uh, unless you're, I know you're probably listening to this podcast right now, whoever you are that's listening. Yep. Uh, if you're driving, don't do this. But if you're sitting down, maybe not doing anything, look up a picture of Wade Boggs yep. and check out that mustache because it is absolutely magnificent yeah and then the question that just came to my mind who has the better mustache and a little mustache off is it tom Selleck, or is it wade boggs all right now before i make my decision tom Selleck is the man from what is it bad blood blue blood blue blood blue blood blue, blue blood or blue blood uh, he also played i know uh, who you're talking about he also played courtney cox's or monica's uh right. boyfriend right. and richard. friends richard yes yeah. exactly uh both have First-team All-American mustaches. That's, no, here's the thing. Tom Selleck's got the greatest mustache of all time. There's no comparison to that. That's not fair. Well, let me, let me throw another mustache in there. Okay. Uh, this one's going to rattle you. Okay. Right. Steve Harvey. Now, this, now, on, now, we are already at three, so let's go ahead and do a Mount Rushmore of mustaches. Okay. We have Tom Selleck. We have Wade Boggs. And we have Steve Harvey. Is there another one that comes to mind? There's just right off the right off the tip of the tongue there. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? It's a tough one because you have these heavy hitters. Tom Selleck's known for his mustache. He's always had it. Right. Wade Boggs, a legendary mustache. And Steve Harvey, he's on every TV There is no room. Steve Harvey without the mustache. No, and I've seen a picture of Steve Harvey without his mustache. Oh, God. It is absolutely disgusting. <sighs> Steve, well, I'm not going to say disgusting. That's kind of mean uh, for him. But let's 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 put that on the back burner, okay? Right. Uh, let's, let's leave an empty slot there, and we will fill out, by the end of the episode, our Mount Rushmore of mustaches, okay? Yeah. But let's get to the Wade Boggs challenge because we answered who Wade Boggs is. He's a yeah. legendary baseball player, okay? Right. He's a Hall of Famer and he's got a he's got great facial hair. That's what we have we've painted a picture for the audience. <laughs> yeah. Now let's get into the challenge part. The Wade Boggs challenge is something of I, I don't know if it's if it's fact or fiction, but it is something to be it, it's puzzling. I don't Did know. Did you say fact? Fact. Fact. It or sounded fiction. like you said fact. Well, and if it did sound like that, fact I, or fiction? I meant to say fact or fiction. If okay. That, if that's the case. All right. So we don't know if this is fact or fiction, but we're hoping that it's fact because this is unbelievable. Now, oh, did you did you pull up another one? Dude, I've got you've the got two, the mustache. I've got the just, two that topped off the mustache. Okay. What is it? All right. Because this so, is this is important. The next one that I've got, Hulk Hogan. 
Okay. Just the Fu Manchu. That's a that's a pretty powerful mustache. Oh my yeah. god. That's a statement of a mustache. Yeah. And, and then and then R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. Ooh. Dude, okay. Burt Reynolds pulled with that mustache. Yeah. And so let's just. I think. Well, Hulk Hogan's a little controversial. I think both of them have have a little controversy surrounding them. Why? Uh, but we'll get. Well, I'm not. We're not going to get into that. But okay. we'll put Hulk Hogan. So if anyone was was wanting us I also to round got Freddie out, Freddie Mercury. I'll just throw that one out there too. Ah oh, man. Okay. Never mind. God, there's some great mustaches. Never mind. Out there. Never mind. Let's let's put Freddie Mercury on there. Okay. Okay. So our uh, Mount Rushmore. We've done a Mount Rushmore of American things, and now we have our Mount Rushmore of mustaches, and it's Tom Selleck. Wade Boggs, Steve Harvey, and Freddie Mercury. That's a that's a list right there. My God. Uh, and that is not what we're talking about today because we're no. talking about the Wade Boggs challenge. Just we happened. could talk about that though. That's a good idea. A yep. Good idea. Jot that one down. Um, we are now moving into the Wade Boggs challenge yeah, part. Yeah. Now, it. DJ, we talked about this for hours. Okay. And it's we're trying to figure this out. We did a ton of math, and we're going to present to you, the audience, everything that we came up with. Okay. Uh-huh. But first things first. Legend has it. Wade Boggs drank 107 beers in one day. God, 107 yes. 12-ounce Miller Lights in one day, okay? Now, the original number, okay, whenever it first came out, 64. Someone, one of his teammates, a close friend of his, someone that was in the premises whenever yeah. he was drinking, Yeah. He, they said he downed 64 beers, okay? But the, uh, the, the rejuvenation of this, I don't know, maybe, maybe myth, you could say, came from the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Now, I don't know if you've seen that show, but they have an episode called The Wade Box Challenge where they try to drink 64 beers on a cross-country flight. That's okay? insane. And that's that's where it really, a lot of people started to say, oh, is this real? And it, and it started to get questioned. Right. Whenever they first did it, they were looking into it. Yeah, they thought that the number was 64. But they have Wade Boggs on the TV show with them. Uh, it's, he's in a scene with Charlie Day, okay? Uh-huh. And you're familiar with Charlie Day. He's in It's Always yeah, Sunny yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, he does a lot of... I horrible think, bosses. Horrible bosses, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. He's, he's a great guy. Great, great actor, guy. yeah, really funny guy. Uh, apparently, Boggs told him that the actual number was over 100 in a day, and he actually pinpointed it at 107 beers. Okay. Good Lord. Now, let's go ahead and start unraveling that. First of all, 107 beers. Uh, that's beer, Beers come in typically, what, packs of 30? Yeah, if you're getting a case of beer, normally that's a 30-pack. Sure. So he drank over three cases of beer in this one day in a 24-hour period. Allegedly. Okay, this is all allegedly. All right. We're, we're putting this out there. But still. But still, yes. So the next question is, okay, he drank that many beers in 24 hours, uh, and he was supposed to drink all of that on a cross-country flight? Well, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, because apparently the story goes that he drank around 64 on the flight, but it was actually 107 on the day total. So he might have rolled up to the airport, and he was already 10, 15 deep, something like that. So So here's the thing. They get done with their game, whether get done with the series in Boston. Sure. Right, it's a Boston to LA flight. Yeah. Okay. Or it might have been a day off too. It might have been a travel day in between. Yeah. I, yeah, possibly so. So you get down in Boston. Rumor has it that he started as they left the clubhouse in Boston. Sure. Yes. Bef- like on their way to the club or on their way to the airport. Just for the sake of the story, and so, so it doesn't get confusing. Let's just pretend that they had a flight around lunchtime. Okay. Uh-huh. And so Wade Boggs gets up and he drinks maybe maybe ten to fifteen beers before that 12 o'clock departure at the airport, right. okay? They fly from Boston to Los Angeles. Now, if that's direct, that's five hours, that's okay? That's a five-hour flight. That's a five-hour flight. 
Now there is said to be a layoff or a layover, excuse me. Uh, so the the flight went to a place in North Dakota. There was a layover, and then they flew all the way to the rest or the rest of the trip to Los Angeles. Okay. So the trip probably was you know between the the first flight from Boston to North Dakota, and then the layover in North Dakota to Los Angeles, maybe upwards of eight hours. Okay. So he was supposed to he was you know supposedly drinking 64 beers in that time okay which is still I mean just adding two or three hours to that original five hours right that doesn't make it any better okay that's still unbelievable and right. pretty close to unfathomable okay yeah so like I said the flight from Boston to LA that's that's whenever he would he would actually do this and his teammates his the, the teammates that he had on the Boston Red Sox. Uh, they attested this. They would say, yeah, he would drink probably. It wasn't something that just happened once. It was a regular occurrence. He would get on the plane, and they would have the, the cross-country flight, and he would down, they would say, two cases of beer. He would bring the two cases on, on the flight, and he would just he would drink them like it, it was water. Okay? That's not healthy. Well, and you, yeah, I mean, exactly. There's nothing, there's no doctor that's going to tell you, yes, in order for you to stay in shape and, and be the best baseball player you can be, you need to drink as much beer as possible. That's not that's not the typical diagnosis or uh, prescription yeah. for anything right. as far as being a professional baseball player. What are your thoughts just so far on this story? Um, well, you know... You're 21, so you're of age. I, I'm not, I'm of, of age. course. Right. Uh, and, I, and I know that you've probably maybe hammered into a case yourself. Uh, just talk to me about this, okay, from experience. Well, the effect of alcohol from one and and no from an expert <laughs> yeah well no i wouldn't call myself an no, expert no, by any means no, and of i've never gotten anywhere close to finishing just a case by myself right let alone two cases two or cases. more and you're and you're what you're you're hours. six you're probably six foot uh, six foot 175 pounds yeah wade boggs is coming in at six to 197 we can go ahead and round it up to 200 pounds right he's not the he's not super big no i mean he's not the biggest guy no so that's that's what's fascinating to me i don't under it, part of it to me feels like it has to be a tad bit fabricated okay. like a little like a little bit of a fish sure tail. sure yeah, exactly. Like uh, the the number just keeps growing as right. as, as it goes on. Right. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, the fish just kept getting bigger. Exactly. Right. So he drank sixty four Miller Lights. Okay, let's be to be specific. Miller Lights apparently on this flight. Uh, right. And that's before. That's the layover, and that's after the flight. So yeah. after they landed, uh, you know, they went out to eat dinner. Maybe they got to the hotel or whatever. He was still drinking beer, and that that window of him drinking did not close. Uh, until you know he was it was started in the early in the day and went into the night now just to be just to say this we are not condoning whatsoever and we are not encouraging you to do the wade box challenge no no we no we're no. just presenting this okay i just wanted to make that clear and i just thought about that it's interesting do not try to do this because Please this don't. because this is extremely dangerous yeah and that's why we're we're, we're going to get to why it's dangerous here in a little bit right but this is actually going to well, be maybe an informational and helpful episode i don't possibly. think that even takes us explaining why it's dangerous no no exactly so just to just to put it out there uh, a regular maybe me measurement of, uh -huh. of alcohol in your system is the blood alcohol concentration or the right. blood alcohol content. BAC. The BAC, which uh -huh. is what, what we'll refer to it as if we don't say blood alcohol concentration or, or something like that. Right. But a BAC of 0 .10 means the blood supply contains one part alcohol for every 1,000 parts blood. Now, does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay. Does it? Or are you just saying? Uh -huh. No, it, it, okay. it makes good. sense. Good, 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 good. So we did the math here, okay? And it's super easy. You can get on the internet and you can calculate all this stuff. 
but we took the 107 beers, okay, uh, assuming that it's 12 ounce cans. Yeah. We we put it into the ounces of drink consumed. Uh, that means that Wade Boggs on this day, whatever day it was in history, he drank 1,284 ounces of beer. Okay. Good. And God. the the alcohol content of a Miller Lite is 4.2, or it's at least been around four to 4.2. Uh, in in its entire lifetime, like Miller the point Lite. two really makes that right. Exactly. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it does. Whenever yeah. you drink twelve hundred and eighty four ounces of beer, okay. I guess. Yeah. My. We Lord. put Wade Box's weight in to the system. He's hundred and ninety seven pounds. Uh, I'm hundred ninety pounds at the moment. So he played professional baseball, I, and I guess it was a little bit earlier. And in, 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 I mean, he played what in the eighties and in the nineties? Is that correct? I believe so. Uh, yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll just you know what? We'll just go with it. Okay. Yeah. So he he's he's in a time whenever I guess the athletes weren't weren't super big. I mean, now we're in the area of you know Aaron Judge is out there and he's six ten. You know, however many pounds, it's unbelievable. Yeah. The athletes yeah. nowadays are pretty crazy as far as the, the physical specimen that, right. that they are. Uh, so Wade Boggs is not not a super uh, athletic. Oh, he's athletic at least, but he's not the biggest guy, okay? Right. He's 197 pounds. And now this story, apparently, uh, it, it's like maybe a 12-hour period, but just to give him the benefit of the doubt, it said the, the parts that hours spent drinking, I put in 24. I said he drank for... 24 hours, okay, and it and we'll say that it was spread out, but it was not. It was probably closer to 12 hours. So I don't even know what the numbers would look like if it was 12 hours. Right. But we did it for 24 hours. His blood alcohol concentration was a 1.693, which, if you don't understand, is that's not. It should not be possible. That's more alcohol than blood at that point. Well, right? it's it's getting there. I think. Um, just to give you an idea of how crazy that number is, okay. I'm gonna go through some of these uh, BAC levels and give right. you some common side effects. I guess it's not more than blood. 100% would be. Right, right, yeah. yeah. And and at that point, you definitely would not be alive. Uh, no. So no. just to give you a, a little background for people that are like, okay, 1.693, um, I don't really understand. Well, listen in here. Maybe, maybe turn the speakers up or turn the volume up just a little bit. Maybe get your notepad out for this one. Right. Because 0.01 to 0.03, you have no apparent effects. And, of course, this is talking about blood alcohol concentration. Right. 0.04 to 0.06, you have minor impairment of reasoning and memory, okay? So that's, maybe you're getting a little tipsy. You're right. getting You're getting a little buzz light ear, as, ca- as the kids ca- call it. Catch a little buzz. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 0.07 to 0.09, mild impairment of balance, speech, and vision, and it is illegal to drive and bike at right. 0.08, or at least... Uh, in most parts of the country. At that point, you're drunk. You're drunk. You're Legally, you're drunk. Legally, right. yeah. Well, illegally, if you're driving, you're drunk. But you're legally considered drunk at .08. Does that make sense? It does. Illegally, if you're driving and you're .08, that means you're illegally drunk. Okay? Right. But you're illegally considered drunk if you have a blood alcohol concentration of .08. Alright? Are we following there? Same thing, right? Sure. What you basically, just said. Those two things are, are the same Basically thing. the same thing. Right. Yes, DJ. I'm sorry if I confused you, okay? 0.10 to 0.12, significant impairment of motor control, okay? So you're losing you're losing your, your regular ability to do things, maybe with your arms, your legs. At uh, this point, you're slurring your speech. You're slurring your speech, exactly. At 0.13 to 0.15, you have gross impairment 
and you have onset dysphoria, which right. is anxiety, dizziness, a lot of it's it's a bad it's a bad form. Uh, it's not alcohol poisoning, right? But it's it's a side effect of drinking too much alcohol. Well, the, and this is what your commoners would call slaughtered or hammered. Yeah, th- at this point you're slaughtered, yes, or, or absolutely blitzed, is, yeah, as, the, as the blitzed, kids call okay. it. Yeah, um, point one six to point two zero. Sloppy drunk is what is what we have the side effect. You are that's why you got to be babysitted. Yes, exactly. Or babysat. Well, and the next part, point two five to point three zero, and I'm sure all these numbers and words are just absolutely fascinating to the audience. But at point two five to point three zero, severe intoxication, and you need assistance. Yeah, that's where you're blacking out. Yeah, that's that's whether you're you're maybe walk, trying to walk, or maybe you you are you're actually needing assistance health wise. Uh, either one of those. Point three five to point four zero is a loss of consciousness, okay? And .40 and up, you are at risk of an onset of a coma Uh and likelihood of death due to respiratory failure at .40. Let me remind you, DJ, Mm -hmm. that if Wade Boggs drank 107 beers in one day in a cross-country flight before and after in 24-hour period, his blood alcohol content was 1.693, and the onset of coma and likelihood of death due to respiratory failure begins at point four zero. That means that Wade Boggs should have died four times. Yeah. And that right there, the math behind it. I and I don't I'm sure that people have looked into it, uh, but we maybe are posting this. We are doing the scientific research for the first time. Right. That in itself does not add up. Even though the math does it add up. Doesn't. We added it up. Well the math, but the math adds, adds up. up. But the whole thing about his blood alcohol content being that high. But the fact that he, they're saying that he did that and didn't die doesn't add up. Well, and I'll get to something in a second. But, well, I'll go ahead and say it. He didn't just not die from that. Right. Apparently, Wade Boggs would do this on a regular basis. And he uh, allegedly, after a, after a day like this, woke up the next morning right. playing, playing possibly the Dodgers. And he went three for four. Okay? Yeah. Now that... That's the impressive part. Well, here's I think. the thing. Another thing. While Both we were parts talking are about, impressive. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yes. Um, kind of sadly impressive. Right. But he might be an alcoholic. Well, he probably is an alcoholic. <laughs> There's no doubt he's an alcoholic. Highly functioning, though. Right. Highly functioning. Well, it's one of those things that you look at this and it doesn't add up. You got to think. Ah. What are you thinking? Well, how do you? Again, how do you function sure. at that level? How do you not die at that level? I was also thinking about the time change, but if you Ooh. think about the time change from East Coast to West Coast, talk about jet you're lag. Losing what three hours? Well, something like that. Yes, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, because Boston's on the on Eastern time, right? And you're flying across the Central and Mountain time you're getting zone. Getting Pacific time. Yeah, Pacific time. We've talked about time zones before. Yeah. So it was. It would be a different scenario where it's a five-hour flight, but you actually gain three hours. Mm, right, right. So then maybe you're looking at more of a 27 to 30 hour time period. But no, if it's a 24 hour time frame that we're looking at, plus you're gaining three hours on the flight. Right. I just don't it, it understand does, no, how it doesn't this make is possible. Sense. And and I and I've heard I've never flown across the country, but I've heard that the the jet lag, as I just said, that right. that Wade Boggs would have a significant case of jet lag if if he actually did this. Okay, um, hangover. Yeah, a regular person would experience jet lag and maybe struggle to get up and perform at a, at a decent level, whatever they're doing that Just next day. Just going to work, Just going to work, office. possibly. Wade Boggs drank probably a year's worth of beer 
in in a in a Christ cross country, and that's being generous. Yeah, yeah, that's being about generous. About years. Well, maybe if a few if, if you maybe you're a casual drinker, about six months. It doesn't even really matter. But Wade Boggs drank that much beer, and he still was able to perform at a Hall of Fame level the next day. Okay, that that's the thing that doesn't make sense. Right now, just to give you kind of an idea, okay. 107 beers, that's a lot, but it's not the record. Andre the Giant, if, if you're familiar with Andre the Giant, he holds the record. He drank 119 beers in 24 hours, and that's, of course, still 12-ounce cans, okay? That's not fair. He was 520 pounds and 7'4", okay? So Andre the Giant, uh, considering his weight and his height, uh, the beer or the blood alcohol content was not as disruptive to his, I guess, uh, I don't know his his system his bo- right. his bodily system it was not disruptive to his system uh, because it I guess it kind of evened out with his weight now right. of course he still had a, a very high blood alcohol concentration uh, drinking 119 beers in 24 hours um, but it's nowhere close to Wade Boggs because what Wade Boggs drank 12 short of that number yeah and he's six to 197 pounds so you need almost well it's 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 not. It's not like that, but you need like two and a half Wade Boggs to make one Andre the Giant. Right. And Wade Boggs is up there drinking to the level of Andre the Giant. Now let me go ahead and just interject real quick. Again, don't drink this much. We're not. Please we are, this don't. is This is an awful thing. Okay. We're just we're just putting this story out here because it's absolutely fascinating. This is always sunny in Philadelphia. Did this challenge as a comical bit? As a comical bit. It's not an actual. It's no, no, not. No, 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 no. It's not the uh, ice bucket challenge no, no, or anything no. like that. This is something that it's just a story and we're putting it out there. Yes. Right. Um, but just to give you an idea, okay, Andre the Giant's blood alcohol concentration uh, with his weight should have been about 0.82, which is. Uh, it's still pretty high. I it's mean, drunk. it's 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 double the point four zero. Okay, You're illegally drunk. Um, and this is this is the interesting part. Uh, yeah, and we'll, let's not confuse no, the audience no, no, anymore, no, no, right? No, right. Um, the thing is, with that blood alcohol concentration, it would take him fifty five hours for his BAC to get back down to point zero zero. Okay, so that's over two days. With Wade Box, uh, remember Andre the Giant, his BAC point eight two. Wade Box had a one point six nine. That's double what Andre the Giant had, right. it would take Wade Boggs 113 hours to get his BAC back to .00. That's almost five days, and we just talked about how the next day he went three for four, okay? He's the, he's a legendary third baseman, uh, and he's he's he hit over 300 for his career. Uh, that's why he, he won all those those batting awards, and he was re- recognized as, as this great baseball player. I have no doubt that Wade Boggs was a functioning alcoholic. But Apparently. to say that he could go three for four the day after doing this, I don't know, man. And that's the thing. We keep saying the day after. This is allegedly a day, but apparently this happened a lot, okay? Yeah. Um, and I don't see how maybe the, the I don't know, the, the sports trainer, the physical trainer wasn't sitting there saying, uh, hey, Bogsy, maybe you should calm it down over there. Uh, right. We've got a game tomorrow. Uh, but I, I don't know how you handle it because apparently Wade, if he if he was doing this and going three for four the next day, what are you supposed to do? Is you he know? still alive? He is still alive. Yes. No kidding. And I hope to God that he's not doing this still because I don't know if his that would be great for his body. I'm not entirely sure how old he is. Of course, he is getting a little bit older. Well, I said he was born in 1958. Yeah. Or so, so yeah. So, so he's he's roughly 60, 60-ish, 70-ish. I don't know. He's 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 getting up there. Uh, Wade, Bo- we didn't even talk about his name, Wade Boggs. That sounds like a that sounds like that's an all star. That's a it? baseball player's name, right mm. there. I like now. What's more important to the name, the Wade or the Boggs? 
I think Boggs, yeah. Boggs, for sure, yeah. There's something about Boggs that just rolls off the tongue, and it right. sounds nice. Yeah. Um, and and, and if, this, if this was a story about, I don't know, let's just say there was a guy named Clint Smith, and he drank 107 beers. Eh, uh, you know what? That's, That's great. True. Good for him or yeah. whatever. But it's Wade Boggs that did this, okay? Yeah. And it's something about the name. It's something about the, the, the legend of who he is as a baseball player. Right. I mean, that's the thing. I don't even like baseball that much, okay? I watch it from time to time. Well. I'm a casual baseball fan. I think a lot of people are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But nothing has interested me in baseball more than the Wade Boggs Challenge. I mean, I have talked to people about this for years, and that's why I wanted to do it this week on the podcast. Because I don't think a lot of people know about this. And I think a lot of people are going to start looking into it. Yeah. Well, you got to do some research of your well, own on this. Well, exactly, yeah. Uh, there, there's there's some Not research that, that... our eight hours of research wasn't enough. We did a lot of research. Uh, a lot of information was put out there about blood alcohol concentration and how much he drank and how long the flight was. I mean, there was a lot that we put into this episode. Right. Uh, but not as much as effort as Wade Boggs put into drinking 107 beers in a day. I mean, that's that's something that I don't think you should shoot for. Uh, right. We're we're of course not condoning this or encouraging it. Let me yeah. just straighten that out. Again, I, please don't. I don't do want. This. I don't. And I'm and I'm looking at you, Lynette, from the All You Need to Know Study Group. I know that you've had yeah, some she, trouble with she, alcohol lately. Yeah, so. she likes her wine. Yeah. So, uh, but we're not gonna we're not gonna get deep and and go dark there because we love the all you need to talk about study group and we love all of our fans but we just wanted to take this story and present it to you because we thought it was absolutely fascinating and we hope that you look into it and you dive into that last five percent because that's what the podcast is all about you got to get that person up there on the trophy yes closing thoughts on this topic dj what do you think you took away from this um, I'm taking away that Wade Boggs was most likely an alcoholic, a functioning alcoholic. Highly functioning alcoholic. Uh, I'm taking away that... He's I a legend. Fi- oh my gosh, yes. a legend. Hall of Famer. Right. I'm taking away, though, that part of this story has to be a tad bit fabricated. There has to be a catch somewhere. Way, I don't... If it's not, there's no way that he would have lived. I, you would hate, You would have to think not unless he built up some kind of tolerance. I so, think I what know. I'm going to take away from this is that we came up with a list of four people that have great mustaches. Our Dude. Mount Rushmore of mustaches, yeah. Tom Selleck, Wade Boggs, Steve Harvey, and Freddie Mercury. Hey, and you, and know you can take that to Again, the bank. I'll throw Burt Reynolds in there. Burt Reynolds is an R. honorable mention. Or he might even be his own little statue underneath it or something. Right. Yes. Exactly. Well, RIP to uh, Freddie Mercury as well. But, well, but we're, yeah. you know what? Let's not end on that note because we had a great episode. We, we talked about Wade Boggs. Uh, look it up. It's fascinating. Dive in. Do that last 5% because you'll have a great time with it. Absolutely. That'll, I think that's going to do it. We've covered this topic for as long as we can. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. And you guys, take it easy. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts and tune in every wednesday because here at ayn2k we've got you covered